Hello and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I am your host, Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, engineer for the show, sound designer for the show, editor for the show, uh, composer for the show, producer for the show, um, whatever, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not going to hear any other voices on here today. Well, you are going to hear other voices, actually. You're going to hear some you're going to hear some voices you haven't heard before. Um, but you're not going to hear um Chumahan and Lucky on here um because I am doing the show solo today. And the reason I'm doing the show solo today is that um to be honest with you, we were going to put up some stuff and at the last minute we we called an audible. And um you know, we've been doing the show we've been we've been doing the show for about a year, but we we started in August putting up episodes. And we've recorded a lot of stuff. We have recorded a lot of stuff that you haven't heard. And um and we thought um, it was a good idea to maybe air some of it, maybe not all of it. There's a reason why some of it we we just haven't put up, but um, some of the stuff is definitely worth listening to. Um, so we thought we'd make a little, I guess, collage of sorts to give you some behind the scenes, cutting room floor, stock footage type stuff, some stuff that we have recorded in a long time ago they just never got aired um some of my favorite bits are in here man i'm telling you some of this stuff is really good so uh this first bit i'm going to bring you a couple different bits but this first one is probably if you've listened to the show a lot um this first one you've probably heard already we started one of our shows with this little this little bit um of footage that we did um, back when we were recording in Costa Mesa at Chumahan's um, law offices, um, there was a day when uh, a gentleman on his bike was sitting out front trying to cool himself in the shade, and we invited him in, uh, gave him some food and some water, and invited him to tell his story, and he got on the mic and uh you know, some of it he didn't really <laughs> he didn't go too deep into his story, but we did get a, a little a little bit out of him, and uh, it's one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite pieces of audio because it's hilarious. Um, but without further ado, let's check that out real quick. Get on that microphone because right now, people all across America and the in in and in other countries, this is your platform. You got one thing to say to them, right? One thing to say that's going to be recorded and it's going to be shown. Everyone's going to get to finally hear it. Whatever it is you got to say for in perpetuity for the generations to come. Eons recorded 
digitally right now and I'm asking you, I'm presenting you, what do you have to say to the people, Scott? Be kind to your friends. Be kind to your relatives. Be kind to the people that are around you. Profound. Wow. Profound. We're working all day to get somebody to say something that deep. Great. Good job. Good job, Scott. Good. Thank you very much. Scott, I appreciate that. Thank you. Wonderful. Is there something else on your mind? Yeah, I want to hold out on I thought the last thing you said couldn't be topped, but that topped that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love that thing, man. <laughs> oh man, that one's that one gets me every time. On this next bit, if you remember the Mayfair Hotel episode that we did, we probably sounded really crazy. There was a lot of stuff going on. We did it live from an art exhibit, and the art exhibit was uh, Lion Heron's. It was his photography show um, that they held there. It was a, it was amazing, and you heard us interview Lion. And that wasn't the first time we've actually <laughs> interviewed him. And I think we talked about it on the show. We ran into some technical issues the first time we interviewed him. And then we brought him back for a second time. And we never aired that show. It just it never quite lived up to the, the, the first one. So we just kind of shelved it. Um, but there's some really good bits in there. And one of them in particular I wanted to, to share and uh, it's kind of a crazy story. But, uh, and you know, I'm not going to explain it. I'm just going to dip right into it. So um, this is Lion, Lion's uh, second time around. Um, so check this one out. You can guess what happened after that. <laughs> that always happens. It's the he first got, time you do a drug, you take one hit and it doesn't hit. So you ought to take the second one. Right. And you get a double. There's about like a 45 minutes. I did leg. that with, the first time I did ecstasy was with Dune. And we were like 18, and I remember we took, we took a, what was it? It was blue Rolexes, the pressed pills, you know? Yeah. Took one, didn't feel anything, and I was like, fuck this. And so I took another one, and I chewed it up to try to get it to go faster, you know? <laughs> Crazy fucker. And so, like, you know, because you wanted to hit faster. Obviously, everything's faster now, now, now. Yeah. And I remember I was like, fuck this. We were at this rave. It was the first time I ever went to a rave, and I was like, dude, I don't feel shit. I was, like, I was all pissed off. I'm like, this dude just sold his fucking candy. Like, there's candy pills. Fuck this shit. We got burned. Like, sugar pills. Yeah. And I walk into the porta potty and I'm like, I'm fucking pissed. And I start taking a piss and all of a sudden I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, my dick looks big. <laughs> I was like, I feel good. And I came out. My buddy looked at me. I was like, He's like, zip up your pants, I'm like, do you feel it? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I love it. You ever done ecstasy, Steve? (laughs) Absolutely. I've done ecstasy. Everyone's done ecstasy. I love ecstasy. (laughs) Me too. That was fun. Good ecstasy. Yeah. There was a chapter there with all of that, right? Yeah, everyone. Him and I, I remember one time, because he would chaperone me. He was like the good chaperone. Now I understand why you're so fucked up. You're the chaperone. (laughs) (laughs) Were you with us that one time? You might have not been with us. I don't know. I don't think you might might (laughs) have been. Just claiming information. No. Yeah. Maybe not. You were were taking acid at the Costco, weren't you? No, 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 no. I I remember because my my biggest thing was when I was young, I was like, I looked up to all my older guys and they always watched out for me because they'd known me since I was so young. So I felt like if I ever were to get high... 
you know, I would be in the comfort of knowing that they were always going to watch out for my best interest and be there for me, which was like kind of like my logical thinking of how I could get high in my early stages, you know? Right. So I could always. Like when they put the bumper things on bowling. It's literally driving a fucking, (laughs) driving bumper cars and you know, you. Yeah, you're going to be okay. Yeah, it's everything's okay. You might be a little rough you might hit something hard, but you're going to be safe. Right. Right. So I don't know if he was, he might not have been there. I don't think you were there actually with the, with a handful of other people that I, that I'd known. We went to, uh, we'll, we'll call our buddy, uh, uh, yeah. crazy Saul. <laughs> crazy Saul is one of the, was one of the, we call these things Saul Nighters. His name Saul Nighters. Saul Nighters. Crazy Saul. Yeah. Saul, Better call <laughs> Saul. Good. Saul good and Saul Nighters. Uh oh. His name is Saul. Uh oh. And he would always, he always loved to, uh, he loved to keep the party going, so he would buy everyone all the drugs. Like you know, it's like he's like, it's all oh my good. God, it's all good. Sounds like and a it's all nice. Like, he's like, I just bought seven hits of ecstasy. We're dropping. I'm like, it's five in the morning. He's like, we're doing it together. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right. And we're like, I we left the rave at one. And then Wait a second. how's this guy? Like, you can't, how, you can't really be a, a normal professional person. If oh, he's, does. but he. Oh, he's legit. Oh, he legit. Like he's, he's legit. Like he just business guy. Yeah, he's. He was the type of dude that, like, back point, in the yeah. '90s, was like running. What was he doing? What was his day job? He was running like he was like doing was a, like import export, like gnarly import big, export. Like, and then he would run the underneath uh, under underground rave scene and was bringing ecstasy in while he was doing his day job. Right. Like it was like have you ever seen the movie Holy Rollers? Yes. That movie's fucking bomb, by the way. But that same type of vibe, like you run a day job. Yeah. Like you're full businessman suit and tie, show up to work. Nighttime, you're like fucking slinging ecstasy, bringing in huge shipments, running nightclubs. So it was just game on 24 hours a day for that dude. Day. It was the 90s, it was underground drumming, mm. you know, underground drumming bass clubs. You know, it was like that was the origination yeah, of, he, of raving. He was, yeah, he 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 was part of that. Like, call like, him a founding big, father. Yeah, <laughs> wow. He was a founding, some kind of founding father. I don't know. But yeah, that was that was part of Rave like scene. my uh, my early stages of getting wild. Was like you know. That was still one of those fun and party vibes. Right. Before I got all the dark stuff. But like he would be like five in the morning and he's like, okay, I bought everyone, you know, we bought everyone a full cap of of Molly and we're all going to take it together right now. And I'm like, okay, the sun's coming up. And he's like, it's all good. We're together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, don't you got to go to work? He's like, yeah, but we're together. And I'm like, you're a businessman. I trust you. Right. You got, you got a house and a car and. A dog and I'm 18 and I'm living at my grandma's and you look like you got it going together and if you say it's good it must be good it so let's do it together right. <laughs> so when did it get dark dude honestly honestly it got dark it got dark around like 21 is when it got dark like it went from like being super fun to like 20 it was like drinking I would go on like these like I would just drink for like 10, 15 days straight of just being drunk every day. I've done that. I tried to break a record one time. <laughs> I would just, you wake up and you just you drink. Know, yeah, you just drink. You just and wake that, up and it's just the feeling of just being numb from the morning to yeah. when you pass out. Yeah. And then just the next day. And then to me, you know, in my mind, it was just like a constant party. It was like, it was fun. That's Everyone what I was, was drinking, you know, but no one else was really drinking. No one else was drinking. And it would kind of be like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Like, I'm trying to, like, like we're well, having a good not, time. Dude. Like, like, yeah, like exactly. like 10 a.m. and I'm hammered. And people that I'm thinking have a kind of a drinking problem are telling me like, dude, you need to slow down. Like, yeah, what are you I'm doing? Like, dude, I'm just as like, I'm, we're the same. Like, right. What are you talking about? Right. And so like, I try to keep it functioning. You know, I had a job. Right. I would go to where work. Right. I worked at a surf shop. <laughs> so you could be yeah. drunk at the surf shop. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, What's my, that, my, Zuma Jays? 
ZJ Boarding House Santa Monica. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, com- you weren't performing brain surgery or anything like that. <laughs> I was selling. So I was the best salesperson though. I bet you. you I were. actually I did. I got I got the highest sales. Of the whole I was over one hundred and twenty thousand dollars more than my highest competitor in the store. I love that making. No money. Oh, <laughs> I hate I hate no that. I hate that. But no, it was just like, you know, wake up hung over on my friend's couch because I didn't have enough money to put gas in my car to drive back home. And so I'd sleep at my friend's house every day that you know I'd work five days a week. So I'd sleep at my friend's couch. I would, you know, lunch, I would go have a few drinks, come back to work drunk and you know, buy we'd close at seven, five forty five, we would get a twelve pack and just drink yeah. the last hour of work and then Hell yeah. Whatever wow, money I would 20s. make would go to, you know, buying blow or stealing whatever Hell pills yeah. I could get. And I would do blow until, you know, three, four, five in the morning, wake up at eight thirty, go to work, drink. And it was just this constant cycle of just right. like I slowly started to now that I can look back on it, right. You see like how alone you were, you know, in those times where like right. Everyone else was asleep, but I thought we were all partying. I thought they were just inside partying, and I was just outside by myself, just like smoking, chain smoking cigarettes and doing, <laughs> doing blow by myself. Yeah. But you know, and then the realization came from my mom actually, because my mom had gotten sober. I see. And so my mom brought to my attention that I had neglected going to my doctor's for over two years. Jesus. And so my mom's like, "We need to go to, we need to go get checked up," and she. You know, again, like I'm saying, like I would party with these people that are older because I, you know, her, my, her and I are in such a close age range. Yeah. And so to me, I'm like, don't tell my mom, don't tell my mom, you know, I'm doing blow with the, all of her friends and <laughs> oh, no. they're all going to tell my mom and they all tell my mom. So my mom knew the whole entire time, right? but she just didn't want to like, you know, she's like, fuck, like, I don't want to believe this, like all this stuff. And, uh, and so she's, we go to the doctor and we, we, uh, I did all the scans and everything like that. And they're like, you have a life threatening tumor that is perpetually being caused by all the drugs and alcohol that you're ingesting in your body. And I was just like, huh? And I'm like, okay, fuck. And I was like, yeah, we're going to have to do some, something about like what you're doing. And the fucked up thing was like that in itself, like telling me that like, you know, I possibly have to have a surgery that's going to change my whole entire life forever wasn't enough wasn't enough to make me think that i had a problem right and i remember i went on like a nine-day bender from that day you on. gotta say goodbye no i continued to go for another like i think that wasn't like that might have been in like april and i got sober in november right so i had all that summertime like dude i could go you can't like, get sober in the summer that's fucked no up. fuck no i had to go no that was before that was that was in like february because i remember i got someone brought me the first time, one and only time I ever went to Coachella. Yeah. I went to Coachella and I remember doing like... The farewell tour to drugs and dude, alcohol. Dude, the farewell tour was so... How old were you? By then I was 22. So I was 22 by then. I remember going to Coachella and like this is how like I function on drugs. Yeah. And like my perspective of being on drugs is like I want to be at the highest level possible to the point of like, like near OD. Yeah. And I want to stay plateaued at that level for as long as possible. Like right. when I say long as possible, I mean like like nine to 12 hours. Right. And so I would go and I would do about an eight ball, a little under an eight ball throughout the day, you know? Yeah. And I remember we go to Coachella. I took two full caps of, of MDMA okay. walking into after this is after doing blow all day long right and drinking probably by then this was about four or five o'clock in the afternoon okay so I'd probably drink in 
I'd probably drink in about like, I don't know, 15 beers and you know, about a gram of blow. And I had just taken two full caps of ecstasy walking in line to go in. Right. And when I went in, I met up with this homegirl that I had that sold me about a gram and a half of Molly. And my other friend had an eight ball blow. And so I proceeded to do, I would get myself to the point where I wanted to be. And as soon as I felt any bit of come down, I would dip as much as like I had like the moon rocks. So I would just dip moon rocks. And my buddy, when he's seeing me, my eyes start rolling back. He had one of those little bullets of Coke, you yeah. know, like the little bullet things. Yeah. And you just tap it and you get a bump. Yeah. And so anytime that I was like starting to like do these ones, he would put it up to my nose and I'm like, oh, okay. And then we would just keep going. And like, I remember getting to this one point where I think we we're, I don't know what we were watching or who we were, who's performing really. But I was standing in the crowd and I was like, I'm going to fucking throw up. And I'm in the, you know, the middle of 50,000 people. Right. And I'm like, I was like, I'll see you guys later. Like, I'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like that. Good luck. Like, I'm, I got, I got, to yeah, go. like, I don't feel good. And so I remember like running through the crowd and like pushing people away and like throwing up like through my, like in my hands and I'm running and I get to the porta potties and I just start projectile vomiting <laughs> in the porta potty. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like against the wall in the porta potty, like shaking and cold. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is it. Like, just we we had a good run. Like, life has been good. Like, let's just say goodbye. And I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, just puking. And I'm like, you know, I legit, I was like, all right, this is what it is. This is it. I'm gonna fucking die in a porta potty at fucking Coachella. And I was in there for probably like 15 minutes. People are banging on the door, like people are gonna shit and whatever. And and finally, like, I make it out, and I'm like, oh, God, like, this is so gnarly. And I find some water, and I drink some water, and I remember I lit up a cigarette, and I'm like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I just threw up all the drugs I took. I was like, I still got ecstasy. And I remember just taking my ecstasy and, like, dipping, like, five dips and just walked my way into the crowd and just lost myself again. <laughs> just that's a real, dude. That's a real, that's a trooper. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. It's an inspiring to hear about an overachieving like drug story, <laughs> like lions in the face of your medical challenges. You, you, you overcame. That was, that was day two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so this next bit is, um, one of our, one of our latest ones. Um, it's just a, an episode we haven't aired yet and <laughs> it goes in a little bit of history. It's, um, it's kind of a cool, a cool look back into, um, Lucky and the gentleman we had on the show, Alex Joseph. And, uh, like the whole, the whole day is really good on this one, but, uh, this in particular, this little bit, I'll just play you a small clip from that show. I think it's one of the better shows we've done. I think it was really funny, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, without further ado, here it is. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. I want to welcome you to the greatest show on earth. Good afternoon, and a good afternoon it is, Santa Monica. It's beautiful out today. On my right, my co-host is Chumahan Bowen, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, American Indian. Welcome to a fucked up CNN. Yeah. And handling my audio, old blue eyes, 
Sean Lewis, certified audio professional and engineer for the show. All right, hey, let's mix out with the Indian. Hold on, one. Yeah. Keep going. I'm mixing it up. That's what happens when you put an Indian with a sound guy together. Producing magic. Man. Yeah. Guys, bro. Yeah, the two most awesome. talented partners. Yeah, man. That's just us fucking around. Just multi-talented that's guys. That's just how we roll, dude. That's not even us trying. We don't fuck around, man. Shh. We don't. It's not even... Team, team, and speaking of team today, we have a special sitting guest that's joining us, who's part of the team. Right, we've he, got uh, a guy that that handle that handles our digital media. Um, he's just a very talented cat. He's sitting in today doing some commentary. Let's uh, let's also include Alex DeLarge. Alex, Alex coming DeLarge. in. Smirnoff. Smirnoff. Wait, he's got like 18 different names. Alex, what's uh, Alex what's, DeLarge? What's the current yeah, moniker? What are, what's your real name? Alex DeLarge. Okay. What was it, <laughs> what was it last week? Uh, last week was just, I was at work, Alex. Okay. <laughs> I think my ID says Alejandro. Okay. Alejandro, Alejandro. And, I like Alejandro better. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a Latin swing to it, right? Dude yeah. is just crushing it. She's doing a really good job making us look good. Handles a lot of different things, and uh, it's just a, it's just an added, an added nutrient. What's the what's a fortification? He's a yeah. fortification. Fortified a man. A fortified man. A fortified man. What? Hey, uh, Alex Alejandro. Whatever. What is the what's? Why are you sitting in today? What caused you? you we've been running this show now couple weeks open invitation but this time you were like fuck it i'm going down to throw my shit in what was the inspiration alex go i mean i've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks i mean honestly as soon as i started helping you guys out you know get the you know all the social media stuff kind of looking you know uniform and i wanted to sit in check it out i like knowing everything about the podcast so i can know how you know the look of it the feel of it and you know it it it, it helps to be here but I was just waiting. I mean, obviously it was going to happen. And then I woke up this morning. I was thinking about it like, all right, there's gonna, they're going to do one today. And then Lucky had already hit me up like, I need to see you. Come on in. Yeah. So I'm here. Yeah. The kids love Alex. That was like a Mr. Rogers kid. Yeah, those, like, those were like five-year-old kids. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. It's because uh, we're like a fucked up Mr. Rogers. That's, right. That's what we are. And listen, um, and thank you for coming down. Yes, thank you. I have a friend. That's been a friend of mine for, honestly, bro, about thirty years. A more, a little over thirty years. <laughs> everybody really everybody you know, it's like, no, it's, it's usually twenty-five, thirty years. Really, because I'm bringing on some good, yeah, thirty-five, fifty th years, thirty-five years. It's a friend of mine. It's Fifty. I met him when I was two. It's okay. a, a friend of mine that I knew uh, back in the primordial soup before human <laughs> yeah. beings had evolved into back human. When they invented the wheel, me and this guy, <laughs> and. Um, and let me just say that that this a friend we've been through the journey of life and we've stayed connected and let me just say that this guy is a dear friend who I who I really respect love care about who has supported me 
throughout all my stuff. One of the first guys that really, really said to me, man, he just believed in me on a lot of different levels. He's always believed in me and thought, sometimes when I thought very low of myself, he would tell me things about myself I didn't even think of myself. And um, I've learned so much. I stay inspired. I learned so much about business. I confidence about um, just so many things that I do. This guy has no idea that he's influenced me. And I watch him by what he does in life, and he influences me, and he makes it okay for me to take chances and huh. risks. And Is this your way of um, telling him? Yep. And let him know, Alex. Let's let's welcome Alex Joseph, my good friend Alex, Alex Joseph. Joseph. Two Alex, Alex Joseph. Two Alex yeah. is a little bit more of a mature. Uh, yeah, thank you, Alex. Wait, hold on, <laughs> Alex Delarge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and, and then the real Alex. Uh, yeah. See well, that? he's the real Alex. <laughs> no, yeah. don't start that diplomatic uh, shit. Hey, it's Alex Square. Yeah. <laughs> There's a one Man, guy sitting bro. behind the other. Where'd you, where'd you come in from today, Alex? Because I know you were in Napa. Okay, where'd you come in from? So I got in here uh, a couple days ago from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Is that, oh. where you, Santa Fe, is that where you're living now? At the moment, yeah. Okay. Yeah, George like, O'Keefe. For, for about the last three, four months and for the foreseeable future, who knows for how long. I don't know. I'm kind of being a nomad right now. Yeah. Why yeah. are you moving around so much? You know, it's one of those things. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was uh, It's one of those things where, um, where uh, real quick, let me just say thank you very much for what you said. That really, that touched me. Um, and, and also, thanks for having me here. Yeah, like, of course. What you guys are doing is amazing, and I've been listening and checking it out. It's really awesome. Okay. Thank so you. So I'm moving around. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. sorry about that. No, just no, a no. Quick pause. Yeah. I'm moving around because really just because I have the opportunity, and I'm kind of just finding out, you know, I, I was, I've been in L.A. for a very long time. I've lived in L.A. for about 40 years, like on the west side, um, West L.A., Venice, Santa Monica, and... I was getting a little burnt out on it. Had an opportunity to go up to Napa um, for for Beautiful. about a year. 12, did you drink a bunch months. of wine? Did you drink a bunch of wine? Yeah, I did drink a bunch of wine. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And was uh, it like sideways the movie? Like, were you running around uh, just hitting Merlot and fucking Pinot Noir? <laughs> or what yeah. were you doing? What were you doing? It's. Um, Napa's a beautiful place. Of course. It's it a smaller town right, com- compared to here. I was ready to go someplace a little smaller, you know? Yeah. But um, it's interesting. At its core, it's a farm town, right? It's a little farm town. Right. And, you know, there's, there's some cool people there. Um, I think there's a lot of people there that don't realize that it's just a farm town and their crop happens to be, like, moderately more interesting than wheat. Right. Um, you know, they're a little delusional. They're like, we're wine country. And, uh, they're a little pretentious. Yeah. They're like, you guys, you're, you got, you're farm country. Um, <laughs> but it's cool. It's a great place. It's beautiful. Wait a second. Wait it's a beautiful. second. Wait a second. Of course it's beautiful. Yeah. But listen, so why? Okay. So you go to, oh, so first of all, all right. West side, you get a little burned up. What's burning you out about the West side? It's okay. You can say it here. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not shy about it. I, I love LA, I love the West Side. Right. Well, what, I feel like I got the best of of LA. I moved here. Let's see. I moved here in 1980. I got the 80s. I got the whole like punk rock scene. I right. got the just the best of it. And um, and I feel like what it's become has just doesn't appeal to me anymore. What has it become? Um, it's just gotten a little played out. You know, yeah, like especially Steve. a lot of the West Side, a lot of parts, a lot of the West Side has just gotten a little played out. You know, like 
Um, let's just take a perfect yeah. example. Like the, what everybody knows is Abbott Kinney, you know, oh, yeah. Abbott Kinney, you know, yeah, now. it used to be West Washington, uh, West Washington Boulevard. And, um, and you know, that it was like, there were a couple places to go. There was like the brig or like house was always there, but basically you didn't go around, you didn't go hang out there if you weren't from the area or something like that. And, uh, and now it's just a, but there was some grit to it and excitement to it. Right. And Venice Beach and all that. And now it's just a brand. You know, you go down, it's just, you drive down there and it's just like, oh, man, it's like a fucking boutique like, hell. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what it is right now. Like, I've never been to Burning Man, but, but I'm guessing it's like the commercial <laughs> version of Burning Man. I don't know. Right. Um, no, you know, it's funny. It's, let me describe this for a second. So, as, as, Alex, the real Alex is talking, I, and you're talking about how fucked up Abbott Kinney is. I'm looking behind you, and Alex part two, he's frowning and staring up at the sky and shaking his head uh, and in total disapproval about Abbott Kinney. Uh, Alex, part two, what's the reason? What is, what, what is he bringing up for you right there? Nobody's from here anymore. Nobody's from here. If you just go about your day, do your random little errands here and there, yeah. nobody's from here. So LA is getting a bad rap. A lot of people, oh, LA people are this, LA people are that. LA people aren't LA people. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know we got a bad rap because LA people that I, thy friends that grew up in LA are solid, good motherfuckers. Everyone I know it's that's from LA. bags are from Ohio yeah. and fucking Cleveland, hey, right? Let me tell you something. American Indians have been saying that same shit for yeah, a very long time. Yeah, absolutely, we've been like, hey, the you know, people that are from LA, <laughs> no one's are from cool here. people. And it used to be that the people that weren't from L.A. came out here because they wanted to be actors or right. models or whatever. Right. And now, they were yeah. and now it's just like, I guess I'm guessing just with, you know, the influx of money and tech and all that stuff that it's just attracted more and more people. It's there's opportunity, you know, it's like Man. it's like America is opportunity for people from different countries and third world countries and California yeah. Yeah. and the West Coast is um opportunity for people from other parts of the united states or any anywhere else right but, you know and it's and so it attracts sometimes the lowest common and not you know the some of the least desirable people and the lowest common so let me get, let me get this of, straight because maybe i'm a little fucked up but what you're saying is is like you were here in la you're true blue la guy been here in a bit of 80s best part blah blah now the whole thing's fucked up chained Alex, big Alex behind you is like, man, no one's from LA anymore. This is fucked up. It's all fucked up. You pack up your bags and you go, you know what? I'm going to wine country. I never thought I was going to leave here. I love it here. I have a, I had a, I have a great place. My, it was my sanctuary. Like I worked from home. So I was, I'd always be in my yard and, uh, you know, in my house, I'd go out sometimes at night. I'd go out, have dinner or whatever. I had my spots that I would go. Yeah. But, um, I didn't think I was going to leave here. I'm like, you know. LA, you know, born and, you know, not born and raised, but raised here pretty much for my formative years. And it was like, okay, I'm going to die in LA. I'm going to, I'm staying here. I can't find any place else with the weather and the sun and all that. Right. So what was the, what Wine was the turning point? It was the opportunity to move up there. Yeah. I had a house up there and, and, and my tenant was moving out and I was like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to just get out of LA and check it out and check see it what out. it's like in a different place. So I took nothing. I took, just packed a bag and, <laughs> yeah. and like went up there. Um, and it turned out that I wasn't so, I, I didn't, I didn't just like get all depressed not being in LA. I found out there wasn't a lot of things I'm, I'm missing. There's, there's a lot of factors. Like I'm also, I don't have family. I don't have wife and kids or anything like that. Uh, a lot of my friends do and had gone off in their own different directions. So I didn't have that 
core Dude, unit. there's a word for what you are. I think it's called free. Isn't yeah. that what that is? It's yeah, like, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. fucking free. I am. I feel I'm... Look. Uh, yeah, where's the wood? Knock yeah, on wood. I, I think I'm really lucky. I'm super lucky. And... Uh, so you go up there, an unattached bachelor... You yeah. gotta have some shekels. Starts banging out everything. Yeah, come on, dude. That place, He's gotta bro. have some shekels. Twenty-two year olds and all sorts. Any of guy that lives in L.A. on the west side, but also has a house that he's renting out in Napa, has got some fucking shekels. Mm -hmm. So he's like, "All right, this guy's leaving. It's time for me to bring my money and my dick up to Napa Valley." <laughs> right? Am I right or I no? Mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so when, like, when you okay, so when you go up to Napa Valley, like. And, you know, how long, first of all, how long are you in Napa Valley for that, before you decide to leave? How long is, is your So I, I went there and again, it was like, this has been this weird sort of just like opportunity knocks type of thing. So I was in, um, yeah. I was in, uh, uh, I was in LA, I had the opportunity to go to, to Napa, you know, there, there was a few things that were just sort of starting to bug me, just like, you know, the congestion, the people, the traffic, when I'd have to go out, um, I I was done with that shop that you know about that we'll probably maybe talk about at some yes, point. Yes, we will. But, um, I was done with that, so that wasn't shackling me to L.A. That was really a big thing that was like keeping me locked. You sold down. it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's the city right there. That's so, you getting a headache. You're stuck in the yeah, traffic. Right. That's the city, and and so I was just like, okay, you know what? Time, you know, time to go. Time to to make it to for a change. I went up there, and. Immediately, I didn't know anybody up there. I love that. Yeah, I knew one girl that uh, you know I used to hook up with, and, and that was that's it. all you and, need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she barely wanted to hang out with me, but whatever. I just went up there and I just started going out. And um, wait a second, Alex. So you go up there, you got one kind of tangential uh, sex partner that you kind of barely just, just one kind of connection, barely that way. one right? person that I sort of knew. Up, just kind of knew some chick. Yeah. And then you just first of all, when you do, when you're you're new to town and you don't know anybody, because you know there's a lot of introverts that would not do what you're about to do, right? So like you're at home and you're like. How do you find out where are the hot spots in this farm town called Napa? What do yeah, you figure that out? Don't get me wrong. I'm an introvert. I don't really do well. I don't make connections and become friends with people. I'll tell you something that I learned real quickly is when you go to a new town and you don't know anybody and you're a guy and you're like a middle-aged guy. You know, <laughs> I, when I went there, I was, I guess, 49. Um, yeah. But... Uh, you don't just, it's not easy to just make friends, <laughs> you know? It's not like a girl, like a woman goes to like a spin class and she talks to the girl next to her and they're like, you know, next thing you know, they're going and having cappuccinos together and <laughs> right. yeah, a month later, they're French kissing. <laughs> a good like, oh, you don't go to like the gym and then yeah. say to the dude who you, you know. Hey man, you want to go? You want to go grab a beer? <laughs> Not only that, but for for, like for, for women, it works cross gender too. You could be a good enough looking serial killer woman and be killing the guy and decide not to kill him. Be like, hey, let's be lovers and let's be friends. And the guy would still be like, yeah, you know what? Okay, that could work. That could work. Yeah. But for a middle aged guy walking around in Napa, I got to think people are like, who's the stalker? If, it's just if you don't have con. There's no there's no outlet for me. You know, I'm not taking my kids to little league and meeting other dads. Or, right. You know, people. You I'm have not, to have another I'm not reason. There with my partner with the girl or. Right. Right. whatever right. and um and we're going to like she's making friends and then we're going to the, her friend's house so what's so the move so i just started going out i like to go out and have dinner and go out and do that kind of thing so i'd go out and i'd start just talking people next to me meet, meet stop people it. stop it you're telling me that you would go out to dinner and you'd be at dinner by yourself yeah i do that a lot okay 
I'm you not even. You don't have a dog. I enjoy it. I have two dogs. Yeah, but you can't have them sit at the table. Uh, no, I mean you know go, go to the dog park and meet people. Yeah, but it's Napa. It's not LA. Yeah, dog it's people. Not, are, right, okay. Yeah, they, they they have their own farm. <laughs> they let the dog run around. Now look at. So let me get this straight out. You're going to dinner by yourself, and I'm not judging that. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying you then lean over to the person next to you, and you're like, hey, do you happen to have any Grey Poupon? Or, like, what's the <laughs> yeah, move? No, How do you do like that? that. But, How no, do you I do just, it? I just strike up, you know, sometimes you're sitting there and you, you strike up conversation with you. I've, I've had some really interesting, good, deep conversations with people just sitting at a bar and, and talking to them like a couple next to me or, you know, How do a you... guy or a woman next to me or something like that. And just had some really interesting conversations. And if you can approach it and you're not, uh, it's a genuine conversation, you'd be surprised. It's really interesting. People don't, don't have their guards up as much. Um, there, you can get into like a really interesting conversation sometimes. Okay. Hold on a second. Um, so hold on a second. Let's, let's, because we have a lot of introverts that listen to this show. Okay. <laughs> So we're at a restaurant. Okay, you hear that? Yeah. Okay. You're sitting there. You're eating a uh, filet mignon. Okay, with the uh, 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 with some mashed potatoes with a garlic butter and okay. herb encrusted mm. sausage. Right, right. right. Mm. And I'm sitting here with Sean. Uh huh. Right. And Sean and I are at a separate table. Uh huh. Right. And you Can know. Pass pepper. Yeah. Mm. Here you go. And oh, uh, you. no salt because you know that your your blood pressure is high. Yeah, yeah. Stop I'm, that. I'm trying to take care of that. I that's why I got mad at you for eating those chicharrones <laughs> earlier. Oh yeah. Listen, oh, yeah. Sean and I are Sean and I are uh, a gay couple. Yeah, we're a domestic partners. Right. Yeah, we're partners. Listen, stop using my soap. You have two strong curly pubes, and it gets stuck oh, in the soap. It God. takes forever to take. I tried out. to get them off. That's why I bring a knife into the showers because I try to peel the soap. I why is this? Why is this butter cold? <laughs> okay, I don't know. Why is that guy staring at us? That guy's <laughs> weird looking. Yeah, I've never seen Stalker. him in Napa. I've been Middle in Napa. Middle age man. I've been in yeah. Napa. He's my eating entire, by himself. I don't. Mm. Who eats by themselves? It's crazy. But listen, don't stop making eye contact. <laughs> why are you making eye contact, Sean? I've been in Napa my whole life. I've never seen him before. Oh, Jesus. Do we owe him money? <laughs> he keeps looking over here. We're waiting sir. for you to, sir. You, you want to jump in the conversation? <laughs> like, how do you? Where's the charm? I was letting you guys go. I was enjoying this. <laughs> so how do how, how do I uh, how do I break the ice? How yeah, do you how insert do you break yourself? Yeah, like, how, do you, how do you how do you physically insert yourself in someone else's physically? <laughs> that's a different conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you how it goes. So yeah. right there at that point, I'm like, yo, come on outside. I got a van. Let's let's go. <laughs> Here, smell this rat. <laughs> No, but we do have people that like listen and they have total, first of all, you said you're an introvert, but that's a pretty bold move too. And you're right. I do it all the time. Sometimes when I'm like talking to people, I don't know them, but we make a kind of an eye contact and we both know we're not creeps. And then I'm yeah. like, Hey, what's happening? Or if I'm at the gym long enough, maybe it's not the first time you saw them at the restaurant. This is the third time now you've seen them. And now it's like, okay, we can say hello. Obviously I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, what's your general like, or, or sometimes, you know, like you go to a place, like I, I tend to find a place that's sort of my my spot that I like to go to. Yeah. In Napa, it was this, uh, a shout out to uh, Angel restaurant. Really Angel. great. Yeah. Fantastic little uh, French restaurant, like right on the Napa river. It was I about a that. block away from my house. Right. I used to go there a lot. Love the food. Um, I would go there, you know, sit there at the bar, have cocktails and I'd start, you know, I'd make friends with like the bartenders right. and then they, someone would come in who's like a regular and they'd say, Oh, Hey Alex, meet, you know, meet Rob. Great. Rob Alex is a great guy. He just moved here. Right. And we'd start talking and just right. sort, of, sort of like make, you know, conversation. It's not like we're going to all of a sudden become buddies or friends, sure. but we're just, that, that was it. So, so that's the move. 
but long story short is it's not like I, I didn't develop a social circle there and it's really hard to do anywhere you mm-hmm. go. Fortunately, I just do well. I'm, I'm pretty content on my own. I've, right. been a, I've been alone my whole life. Right. And so I've, I've gotten comfortable with being by myself, comfortable with my own company. Um, and to be totally honest, I can usually not, I'm, I usually can't stand other people for too long. Uh, I can't, um, I, I applaud yeah, that yeah, because yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm sociable and I can't stand motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, I get to a point where I'm just like, I'm done. Like, yeah. You know? like, like, I don't even have time for you yeah. to explain the conversation. I got to yeah. get going. Right. Right. Um, it's rare when you have that sort of, like, some people can just do it and I don't get it, but I think it's really rare when you can just have that when you can click and have that connection with someone where you enjoy their company, being around them all the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like Sal and I used to be like that at one time. We used to always hang out. I don't know if we were just, we're to, we were very opposite at the time. Right, right, right. Um, You know, or like me and Mike V or something, I don't know. But anyway, it's just rare where you connect with people and you can just kind of hang with them and chill. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get any into So you started to talk a little bit about some of the pretension that's in wine country now because it's Napa, which is a branded thing. And everyone, yeah. And you were kind of like, hey, calm down. You're just farming fucking grapes. Like, easy, easy. Yeah, up. there's a lot of people. It's just wine. No matter what, every conversation's got to, you know, starts and ends with wine. Right. You know, and everyone's <laughs> drinking there. And there's everybody's like, yeah. And it's just like, dude, dude it's, you know, it's wine. Okay. It's. <laughs> It's it's just like you know it all tastes like wine, and you know, there's my, people who will who will you know be like uh, you know scream at me for saying that, but and there's you know I, I get it the whole wine industry and stuff, but I think there's a lot of it that's just branding and pretense and stuff like that. Did you ever get into any of those scenes? You know, like you see it in the movies all the time where they do a wine tasting and then you got some kind of pretentious guys like. <sighs> I taste a little bit of a saison of toasted marshmallow rounded out with an almond on the back palate with a kind of a bitter finish. And do you ever sit through those and just be like, dude, it's a fucking wine? Or what's the worst wine tasting experience you you had where the pretension was just out of control? Oh, man. I've seen some bad ones. <laughs> now, look, let's just um, at this point, it's a good it's a good it's a good time to just mention that I did used to own a wine and cheese shop. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> this guy, let me just say this, man. This fucking, this guy right here, bro. I love this guy. I mean, there was a time in our 20s where he was a, where he was a fitness trainer. And, and this is one of these guys that knows how to do everything, bro. Right. I remember going over to this guy's house and he made like a 10 course dinner with the most exotic, great, amazing food. He was on the stoves cooking all night. Then he fucking has a dog grooming business that he fucking what builds fuck? up and sells. Then he has a wine cheese, wheelhouse cheese, what was the name of it? Yeah, wheelhouse. Dude, where they're doing fondue. It was like the hottest spot in Venice, bro. Then, then he's fucking gaming and designing, and it's like everything this guy does, bro. I don't know, It's you inspire me, bro. You've done so much, Alex. That's Take us so, through a little so bit of it. So many different directions. Like, how many different things? How, what gave you the okay to do all this shit? And how is it that everything, it seems to be almost everything you do, you're successful at? Well, admit it. Did you make a deal with the devil? <laughs> no. Like, um, I don't know. You know, I, it's taken me a real long time to feel, uh, you know, comfortable with myself and to feel, like, uh, satisfied with, with my life and, and where I'm at. You know, I had, everyone has their struggles, but I had mine for years and years and years. And like in my, you know, finally in like, you know, my forties, my mid forties, I was like, you know what? Shit's good. Um, 
But, okay, at its core, I've always been a person that's super, uh, I've always been very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Like I've always been, um, and I never really knew what I wanted to do. Um, when I was uh, a little, when I was a kid, I don't know, I think I really liked to, I, knew, I always wanted to, you know, I was kind of a class clown. I always wanted attention, got kicked out of schools, got in trouble, that kind of thing. Always right. was getting in trouble. Um, and uh, like I started my first, this is not even an example of a business, but I started my first, you know, quote unquote business when I was uh, like nine or 10, I, I, I was sweeping leaves for my neighbors and I was charging them like 15 cents. And then I hired like these two neighbor kids and I gave them 10 cents to, to nice. do the work. And I just kept five cents and did nothing. And yeah. that was it. And I That's was like, the American way, yeah, I was baby. like, all right, this is how this, this is how this game works. But I had no idea what I wanted to do. And it was really frustrating me. Um, Steve mentioned to me, taught me being like, uh, uh, personal trainer like yeah it, how do you go from the punk rock scene to personal trainer so i did a lot of like i was never really like an athletic guy or something but i got into like working out and i, I enjoyed working out when i was in my you know late teens i'd say yeah um probably like maybe in, maybe when i was like 20 21 i started doing it and, and getting into it what caused um, you to do that i just i don't know i just kind of like um i needed some sort of athletic outlet like that and i i, I didn't like team sports ever I've never been a team player. I'm not right. like a good, I'm not good on teams. Um, and that was something I could do by myself and I could see results and it was like challenging and I enjoyed it. And it was, it was What kind of workouts fun. were you doing? Were you running? Going or to the weights? gym and lifting stuff like that. Yeah, lifting weights. Yeah. You know, back in those days it was like, you know, you do weight training. So there wasn't like alternative workouts. Like there are, you know. No now. ropes. There was no yeah, ropes. Was like, no, you did like, you know, step aerobics or you went, or you lifted weights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, that so, was before kettlebell. Olivia, Olivia Newton-John yeah. or Arnold. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So I figured out that, oh, well, I could get certified as a personal trainer and do that and be self-employed and not be like answering to anybody else. Because I've had every job you could possibly think of. What's the worst one? I don't even know. There's been so many boring ones or been ones that lasted for two hours and some that lasted for, you know, <laughs> uh, I think the longest mm. job working for somebody else that I had maybe was three years, I think. Wow. And that was just, you know, the whole time I was like, I'm learning, I'm learning how things work because I'm going to leave and do this on my own. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I met Steve at like one, at one of those jobs, like at this deli. What? Sheps. Got, yeah, we'll talk Sheps. about that in a minute. Wait a but. second, wait a second, wait a second. Or Sheps? Sheps. Sheps. Sheps Deli, yeah. <laughs> Sheps Deli, bro. There's a deli, Sheps. it was a Jewish deli on Pico Boulevard in West LA. And I was, I got the job, I got a job as a waiter. And Alex was working as the cashier, correct? How, how, correct, yeah. How old were you, Steve? God damn, 19? How old you were you? You couldn't have been that, like, um, how old are you now? Um, 52. Okay, so you're two years older than me, roughly. I was like, I started there, I think, when I was like maybe 16. Cause yeah, so I, I was like McDonald's was my first uh, job. Oh, I was like job 18, job. maybe? 18, 19? I can't even imagine. Can you imagine that, uh, Ghana or anyone? Can you guys imagine Steve working as a waiter? No. At yeah. Shep's no. Deli? Yeah, and he was yeah. good. He was slick. He was like, he knew how to like 
please, it was like, you know, a lot of older people come in there. Uh, you go up to a table of like, you know, 70 year old, like three ladies and be like, hey, beautiful ladies. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got, he was telling us that the other day. He like, you know, how to work them old ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Give them yeah. a little yeah. smile. Yeah. 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 You yeah. look slick. And yeah. Like, yeah. We're yeah, trying so. to figure out every way to rob that place that could. <laughs> I was stealing money from, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to incriminate myself, but I was stealing money from the register. I was like, um, yeah. I bring up a check with about fucking $70, $80 cash there and that thing guy, wouldn't even hit the drawer. Remember that dude? Did you know that dude, Mariana, from the behind the deli? Yeah. Yeah. So I used to, he, he used to sell me like half pounds of marijuana. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd ride with him down to like his hood. And by Hoover and Pico? Yeah. It was like 18th Street or something. Yeah. Like that. And I would yeah. go, go down there and, uh, and pick up, uh, yeah, there was this dude who worked behind the, the deli counter and he was like some really, you know, he was an older dude. He was older than us. He was probably, I guess, in his late twenties, maybe yeah. like some OG from, uh, uh, um, you know, Hispanic gangbanger. And I used to get weed from him and then to sell, I started selling weed when I was like 16, 15 and, uh, yeah. And then I was like grabbing money from the register and like we were just hustling yeah yeah funny. yeah yeah i don't know if either of us and the really owners were, we were fucked up they were like the most cheap bastards they were, they in were the world why pretty were, hardcore why were they so cheap like what and were they, they were doing? on you about shit like yeah. it was a fucking drag like, like <laughs> you had money? to rob from them i got busted yeah. once like stealing like i guess <laughs> they put in a camera <laughs> Yeah, oh, the guy really? had put in a camera, and I guess I got caught stealing. Or yeah, I think I think he had a camera, but he all of a sudden he comes down yeah. in the middle of my shift, and he just like grabs the register. I'm like, oh no! And he and he takes it and counts it, and he comes back. He said, "You're stealing. You're fired." <laughs> but he yelled at me, and and his wife was like, um, "Like, there's nobody else." I'm like, "You gonna work the register?" And his wife's like, "No, no, no. You're not fired. <laughs> just don't steal anymore, please." Was it one of those kind of delis? Like, was it a European style deli? It was a no. Jewish deli, oh, a like Jewish kind of deli. place. It was great. It was good too. Yeah. Did you guys make your own sandwiches and shit in the back? All that. Oh, yeah, it was I on. Uh, you know, it was on Pico and Overland. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. It was like a cheesy little looking deli, but they had good food. Wait, wait, wait! By the Westside Pavilion. Yeah, by, right, West by the Westside Pavilion. Pavilion. By yeah. Pet Boys and all that shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. Cool. Captain Video was next yeah, door. Yeah. At that exactly. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were over there. And it's funny because me and him knew each other from there. And then then we didn't see each other for a couple of years. And then back through Marcel and the beer nuts and all that. Yeah. We, he was he he met all those guys and we were all of a sudden hanging out again and then it was Did like you guys point at each other and you're like Sheps yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I think we just I don't know how yeah we, we threw up the through. S and we're like Sheps yeah. <laughs> this next bit man <laughs> I love that restaurant thing <laughs> um this next bit man is uh I know you've probably heard us talk about if you listen to the show a lot you know you've probably heard us talk about chumahan's cousin matt um sometimes we refer to him as king salmon or salmon um and uh <laughs> he's definitely a topic that, that keeps coming up and i know that some people have reached out and, and uh <laughs> wanted more from him. well if you do want more this is a great bit um, this is, a this clip is way early, um, when we used to do this show out of Costa Mesa at, uh, Chumahan's law offices. So a little, uh, a little background on this one. Uh, King Salmon came in 
and and we were going to do a show with King Salmon. We were going to do a show about cornhole. He was going to do his own show. And we invited him in, and he had his buddy with him, and they were going to start their own show, the airmail show. And um, <laughs> and we were trying to get him to, uh, to nail down exactly how it was going to work and all of that, and um, this was like an exercise and, and just testing the waters with that. And... Uh, <laughs> This one's pretty funny. I love this one, man. Um, but uh, check this one out, and uh, I hope you like as much as I do. So, okay, so State of the Union, and then smaller shows, Steve's show, Sean's show, Chumahan show. Now, we talked a little bit about my cousin. Mm. Do you remember? Yes. Cornhole. 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 <laughs> then you sent me a picture of the Cornhole teams. Oh. It's like the University of Cornhole. They had like a crew battle. Crazy. They had a crew battle for a silver hammer. They have a silver hammer of cornhole. Now listen, I'm going to share something with everybody right now. So, so Sean recorded all that, and like these are rough cuts. We're not even up and totally running yet. We're just filling it out and starting to develop our, our stuff, right? So Sean puts it up, and we're listening. So he lets Matt listen to all the shit I was talking about cornhole. Yes. He put it up. Yes, you told me this. Okay. This now is, we get to hear. Now we get to hear. Yeah, buddy. This is my cousin. Here he goes. Cornhole, cornhole, cornhole. You know, I tell you what, man. Yeah, at the end of that, at the end of that, at the end of like what number four? Because I listen to a lot of number five. Oops, sorry. Hold on a second. Yeah, you're right. You're a dick, dude. I tell you what. You know, you, Shumahan, I'll tell you what, dude. When I talk to people about you, this is like I'm nerding out. I got to let it out, too. When I talk to people about you, I praise you. When you talk to people about me, you fucking put me in a light as some kind of shithead. You do. You really fucking put me in a light as some kind of shithead. I've really never heard you talk fucking positive about me. Even when you were trying to do positive shit at the very end of that, it was still this big laughy, jokey, my cousin's a joke. I, I Dude, again, I fucking appreciate you fucking talking me up, dude. You did it again, dude. I don't get why you do that. I don't do that to you, dude. When I talk to people about you, I praise you, man. You're the fucking genius of the family. I never say a bad fucking thing about you. This is another fucking time that you literally painted a light to some dude who has no idea and on a podcast. Yeah, I'm just a fucking dipshit. Thanks, man. I fucking appreciate that, dude. It's real freaking nice, man. So like, I like that. Okay, like so like he came out. He, shit up. He, he fucking came out and he was on fire, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you. Like part of me said he's fucking right. That like kind of hurt me a little bit because he's right. He's right right right, right? right, right, right. And then the other part of me is like, how am I going to deal with this? Because, you know, that's my genuine thought a lot about the, the cornhole thing and all that stuff mm -hmm. is my genuine. It's the same thought I would have about bowling. Like, I don't mm -hmm. I don't look at mm -hmm. bowling in, in, in awe. Right. right I look right. at a lot of like fat dudes with bad hair and sweaty pits and beer breath. And I know some of them aren't that. But. You know, Kingpin, that movie was made to satirize exactly. the whole thing. And that's part of what makes bowling interesting is that it's kind of a clown sport, mm -hmm. you know, and I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying that. Okay. I'm sorry, but that it is. You need to talk to your cousin about rule number 62, which is do not take yourself too seriously. Okay. So listen, this is what I said in reply to him. Okay. Now listen, you got, now listen, I get, so he sends me this video and when I'm on my way to court. 
You understand? Like in a half hour, I'm going to be sitting, standing in front of this judge who's the meanest judge you've ever seen. And my cousin's like basically telling me, calling me out as a dick. And I have to admit, at least he's about 80% right. Okay. Okay. So I'm like on my way and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this, but I got to deal with it. Let's see. Yo, Matt. Uh, yeah, you're right. I apologize. I didn't really mean it to come out like that at the time. First, it was funny because some of it is kind of funny to me. And also, you know, the show is a little bit about mockery and everything. But then Steve did get kind of excited, and I did start to get positive at the end. But I apologize that it hurt your feelings, you know. It just sometimes it comes out like that. And I do stick up for your cornhole a lot towards the end but it is kind of silly <laughs> it, is. it is but i don't know it was just for the the anyway i did it for reviews yeah okay. so so it was partially for, for that but but part of it was like you know so i, I kind of just was i guess doing my my shot at being about as honest as i can about it it's but essentially, they're playing toss some beanbags, and this guy's sewing up beanbags. I mean, you're going to get clowned when you do shit like that. You know what? You're right. Exactly. That's true. And I don't care how much money you're making, how many people are doing it. That shit's funny, man. Who does that shit? It is. You got to go into it knowing that you're going to get clowned. That's not a sport. And, and I'm thinking, like, you know, somewhere in there is an entertaining world, a sub world, a niche, right, of people that might like his podcast. So I got a surprise for you. My cousin is here. He's in the green room right now. Okay, good. He's in the green room with his buddy, Ed Bueno. Hold on a second. Sean, how does he know to come out? Yeah. Well, well can you yell to tell him to come out? Hey, Matt. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Kings of Cornhole. Yeah. Woo! What's up, man? All right. Hey, put these, yeah. put these on. All right. Put these on, Sean. Go ahead and take a seat right there. Ooh. I like that. You like that? I like that. I like that. I like that. Why don't you take a seat? Take Why don't you seat. take a seat? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Say, say, say the small spot. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. let's see. Let's get you on the mic right. Let's get on the mic right here, because we got what? We got, we got to. Point that on center. On center? There you go. Can nice. you, can you nice hear the difference in your headphones? Yeah, I can tell you the difference. Okay. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, sir? My name is Matty King. I am the owner and operator of Southern California Cornhole. Oh my God! Yeah, that's right, baby. It's real. I'm, I'm real. the owner operator of Southern California Cornhole. Uh, I've been doing this for about five years now. I also uh, create the one of the most popular cornhole bags in the United States, Razor Bags. In the in, hold I'm on a second, creator. hold on a second. In, in the United States, in the United States. Uh, the most popular cornhole bag in the United States. Uh, it's called, what is it called? Razor bags. Razor bags. Okay, okay razor. hold on. What do you think? Listen, you're a guy that has sold so much fucking shit in this world with a name on it. What do you think of razor bags? I, first off, I'm just trying to gather myself. This okay. Is all, right. all right. I got to take right. it in still, man. All right. All right. Razor 
We got to talk. We got to back up a little while. Let's, okay. You know, okay. Hold on a second. Boring. Okay. So five years, you make what is nationally known, soon to be internationally known, the best fucking cornhole bags in the world, razor bags, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, uh, uh, you heard Sean's laughing. Sean, <laughs> so laugh. Get on no, mic. What, what's so goddamn <laughs> funny? I, it's just He's so positive about it. He's just it. like, come, yep. Undeniably, just right in there, dude, right in pocket. So far as I can tell, you got to have a positive attitude if you're going to fucking be successful. So, okay, that's true. All right, here we go. So So check it out. So, uh, so Sean, let Matt hear my shit talk about cornhole. (laughs) All right, let's just, let's just land on that for a second. Shit talk about cornhole, which is synonymous with asshole. Okay. Okay. And right. and then I I nice, then nice, I played nice. your your reaction, Matt, to what I said. Yes, I heard that. Okay, great. And then I played my reaction to what you said, and I thought, <clears throat> what would be a better way to introduce your podcast, right, than to start with what you've probably had to deal with your entire life, or at least the entire life of cornhole, which is some people not taking it seriously, right? Uh, it's very true. It's very true. And in in, yeah, it's still, uh, it is still in that phase of a lot of, dude, you just said cornhole. Do you know what that means? And then all of a sudden it's like, the great cornholio. I mean, sort of God, the great cornholio is like the initial one. It really is. It's the initial one. Or like, or just a big smile. You just said cornhole. Like, uh, really? Like, no, like, no, well, dude. What, didn't you smile when you heard cornhole? You would, dude. I'd laugh my ass off when I heard cornhole, dude. So then why do you get mad if <laughs> I laugh my ass off about cornhole? That's a good question. It's a very good question. I have to say, when you first brought up your cousin. Yeah. Cornholing? Yeah. <laughs> For the first two, three minutes of the conversation? Oh my God, you said I thought that your brother, that your cousin was in porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what you're talking about, bro. I thought that's what the whole joke was about. He's like, dude, get this. He's cornholing. He's and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so I thought we were talking about porn. So then when I said that he's got really big bags, you thought he, I was talking about his ball. All right, yeah. I love it, I love it, I love so, it. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's a beanbag toss. Yes, we, we know that. That's yes. gone, what would you call it? Gone professional, beanbag? Gone professional, yeah. Right now, it's nation. It's definitely nationwide. It is on, uh, Bueno, is that on ESPN right now? I mean, ESPN, the actual ESPN. Okay, my cousin. Not, not my two, co- three, or four. Why, why, isn't it, why isn't it professional beanbag throwing? Yeah, why is it cornholing? Why is it cornholing? The well, the the story is that it was a it was a Native American. It was like an as Native American South American thing where they would honestly fill like leather bags with corn and throw them into a hole in the ground. That's what they used to do. And Holy then, shit! Stop what, the that, presses! That, that, Stop that, the presses! Did you know that's, that? That's, did they do that up there, buddy? He said Aztec. No, he said Aztec. Say the word Aztec. Yes, yeah. you did. I did say. I, I said. I said South American, corn. Native American corn. corn. Yeah. Yeah, so but right, they, the they, three sisters, but that's, they, but that's that's like I mean, that's the mythology of the whole. Hold thing. on a second. There's can we can we just slow the fuck down for a second? This is super important. What we just said here. Well, now we got to okay. Matt is c- claiming. Matt is claiming what that, I heard. Okay, easy. Take it easy. Matt is claiming my cousin Matt, also known as King Salmon. <sighs> Also known as the King Cornholer. <laughs> That's a good He's one. claiming, Razor right? Bags. Razor Bags. Mr. Razorbags is claiming that the original, 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 original cornhole was not a beanbag toss. It was an Aztec tradition 
where the Aztec warriors put corn into a leather bag and threw it in a hole in the ground? Warriors. 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 What do you think about that, Steve? Look at his face. Look I at Steve. Man, I'm still confused. I'm going to get, get to the point that's got me confused. This is what's throwing me off. Go ahead. Is that cornholers, that term was already owned by somebody. That's that has to do with assholes and corn and all that. <laughs> they, they had their name. They don't. They do I'm that, out. Right? Beanbag tossing. Yeah. They have theirs. Right. 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 So what threw me off was the whole thing of how we came up with the cornhole. Okay. So it was like, all right, all right. So now, but I don't get. I don't. I I almost think that it's a setup. For people to clown it and take away from it, I think Ooh, that if it was beanbagging, if it was professional beanbagging, that, that's like all right. Just get down. These dudes are really good at beanbag throwing. You know, right, tossing. Right. But it's cornhole. Okay. You know what? You know what? Listen, you're a titan of name brands. You're a titan of slogans, brand awareness, and all that other kind of stuff. Sure. Right. So it makes sense to me now what you're saying. You're saying from a strategic point of point of view. Calling it cornholing sets it up to be clowned. Absolutely. And they had a choice. They could have been called beanbaggers. They could have been tossed. Maybe tossers would have also been made fun of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a professional tosser. <laughs> All right. So beanbagging. So yeah, Matt, come on. Hold on one second. Why did they stay? Why didn't they grow out of the cornhole? Okay, here we go. Go. Okay. In the beginning of cornhole, the game itself, the bags were filled with corn. Bags were filled. These are filled with. These aren't filled with corn right now. But I used to make them, and they are filled with actual whole feed corn. And you would throw that bag into a hole on a board, twenty seven feet away. So it's corn hole. The corn bag goes in a hole. That's I get, why it's called. I get corn it, hole. but but then Steve's response yes, yes. would be, yeah. As soon as somebody said corn <laughs> we hole, do. no, we do. No, there's a lot of people out there. You could have said corn throw. No, no, there's a lot of organizations right now that call it bean bag toss. Like literally, like part of their hashtag is trying to get away from it because a lot of people don't like to use that term cornhole. They but, like to see. I'm the rolling bean with bag that. Toss. That's what I'm rolling with. Yeah. Right? What you just That's say? what they do. Yeah, but they listen, do. don't you think this? Con- but don't you think that there's bean bag Listen, but don't you think that it creates a a natural friction and it kind of sticks in your mind when you say cornhole because it part of you does, is like, oh, is he talking listen, about butt fucking? Yes, it does. <laughs> but what is this about? Is this about causing friction or is it about playing beanbags? I think it's both. Okay, well then there it is. I don't know. Well, I'm just is. saying, maybe that's the case. Because if it's about like, hey, let's, you know, like, <laughs> let's cause some static and we throw beanbags, like, then that's cool. Yeah. But if you want to be like, this is a sport and we're serious, but we're cornholing it. <laughs> that's not, that's like, all right, man, figure it out. What do you Dude, want to do? Sean, you want to why like, is there no, Olymp- we need Olympic uh, music no, right no, now. No, I wish I had Olympic totally music, do. right? Because this is going to be, an, Matt it. believes that this it. eventually will be an Olympic sport. It will. Actually, that you could get a gold okay. medal in cornholing. It will. But I don't think it'll take that. I don't think that name would no go there. No way, no, bro. Be, yeah. Okay, so now uh, we went crazy. Now let's just Matt. Why don't you introduce your co-host or your friend or your buddy? Who who who's sitting next to you here? To my right, that is the Sir Ed Bueno. Do you want to say hello, Mr. Bueno? How's it going? Yeah. Yeah. So, Mr. Bueno, Bueno, Ed Bueno, which is Spanish for good, right? Ed, good. 
Bueno all the time. Bueno all always the good. time. It's always <laughs> good. Always. Make sure that mic is that, closer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And bueno, is that a is that that's not beanbag tossing on the hat, is it? It is. Yes, it is. It is. Okay, okay, this represents the hat that uh, this is one of the most popular hats in the United States, other than dirty bags, which we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's basically the guy that runs 805, who's been dedicated to the sport for the last probably six years, Lou Vera. It's a silhouette of him throwing. Although it looks like a penis, it's a beer. Mm. <laughs> no, that See, I got it. It looks like a penis. I got so, it. Wait, wait, like wait, wait. I want to tell you. That's exactly what no. I was going to ask. Is, no. that, is that a beer? I mean, Listen. Listen. No, but every every time every time someone sees this at, they're like going, is he, is he holding his penis or is it a beer? It's a beer, people. Okay, but like, no, listen. Got Hold on a second. But you know what? I'm sensing something here. Because Dirty Bags, right? Let's let's describe the logo for Dirty Bags, Ed. It's a D and a B, and it's lowercase, it right and, it, and it basically looks... There you go. Back to back, right? Right, right, right. But Got doesn't it. that kind of look like a cock and balls? Yeah, of course. It's like a cock and, and, like and, and, cock to and be, balls. And to be honest with you, it's going through the roof throughout, throughout the... The cock and balls yes. is going through the roof. <laughs> yes, the cock and balls. That's big cock and balls. Hey, what is Dirty Bag? Dirty Hold Bag on. is strong. You're right. Duro, duro, duro. No, listen, duro. hold on, hold on, hold on. So yeah. let's everybody yeah. just calm down. So yeah. what I'm now I'm noticing, now check this out, Steve. Okay. Everything that we've been talking about has a, a homosexual obscene shadow. <laughs> you know women play the game, right? I understand that, but no, no, no. But that doesn't mean anything. Women hang out with homosexuals all the time. Listen, think about it. Cornhole. Right, that could be either beanbag toss or anal sex. Great, <laughs> right. the icon that we just talked about, right? It's either a beer or it's his dick, okay? And then dirty bags that's either a lowercase d in b or it's a cock and balls. So, what are you saying? Jumaan? I'm saying there's a pattern to this. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, you, know, you know, with every sport, you can kind of mock Batman curling go ahead what's okay. so funny about that curling let me tell you something buddy okay curling is an okay. olympic sport Ed. i i i understand that but mock I, curling I, I, mock I, I, curling to my face okay <laughs> so go you're, ahead you're you're basically telling me that like it's manly to grab a boulder yes and push absolutely. it forward through listen, the let ice let me tell you something mr mr <laughs> mr bueno I, I take umbrage with your tone sir let me tell you something <laughs> It's manly. You know why it's manly? Have you ever heard of uh, the legend of, I think it's Sisyphus? This mm-hmm. guy rolls a boulder. He's a Greek legend. Wait, wait, wait a minute. He rolls a boulder. Rolls Let, let's a boulder. get into this. Listen, he rolls a boulder up a mountain for infinity. That's how strong he is. And Atlas holds the biggest boulder of them all, the world. Okay. So yes, boulders let, let, are manly. Okay. And I got big boulders. So, 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 so let, let, me, let me ask you something. So as we're speaking right now, go ahead. He is still rolling it up the hill because it's infinity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as we speak, he's holding his ball. Yes. And rolling it up the hill. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds manly. I mean, most of the manly guys I know hold their balls all day. I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm just saying. Listen, it's Greek legend, and I'm just saying I'm noticing a pattern now. Cornhole legend. Go ahead. Who? What? Go for it. Cornhole legend right there. Who? Matty King. Tell me why. Because um, he's won most of the major tournaments. Oh, shit. Yeah, no joke. The only one that he doesn't have under the, his belt is probably Spencer's. Hold on a second. So Spencer. tell me who he's won. What ones has he won? Tell me the names of these these things. Uh, Surf Rodeo, which is... Okay, so like... Surf Rodeo. Okay, so this is, this is kind of funny because you guys are going to laugh about this, but... <laughs> 
the three biggest tournaments in California. I call it the Triple Crown myself. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once again, a no, horse. That's okay. Go okay, ahead. So triple Crown. The, the, the Princess. Fr- princesses wear crowns. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Go does ahead. Kings. So that's kings. true. That's true. Kings. <laughs> I'm here all day, guys. I love I'm it. I'm here Ed all day. Ed Bueno all day. Ed Bueno all Hold day. Hold on one second. Are you smelling a podcast? I'm, I'm, yeah. Are you getting close? I'm smelling a lot. Okay. Right, Matt, you, you you're going to talk up your cornhole show. Bueno, get on that. Get Let's on, go. Get on, what man. is this? Ain't no fucking rest home. Let's get this going. All right, now look. Now look. Dark gonna, night, dark night. Here we go. We're going to... What? Just give me the... Okay. Listen, I'm going to give uh, uh, sound guy Sean the finger in his cornhole. I'm going to give him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys, the music's going to start, and I want to hear how you guys are going to talk up this cornhole show before it gets going. Oh, Matt just, hey, everybody, Matt just gave just gave He Matt. just made me realize yeah. I'm Robin. Just hold on. Go ahead, Batman. Yeah, no. here, here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> don't, don't say, don't everybody, say here we go. Here we go, here we go, down. Hey, listen, shh, hey. I want you to get centered. No more talking, just emotion. Shh. Matt. Matt just gave, look at, Matt just gave Bueno the look like, look, motherfucker. I, I got this. Follow my lead. All right. Matt just gave him the look like, I know what's up. Follow my lead, motherfucker. Matt, are you ready? Look at his face. I wish people could. We got to get cameras gotta in get here. cameras in here. Matt, are you ready? I'm ready. I was born ready. Are you scared? Fuck yeah. Why? Don't be scared. What's the matter with you? <sighs> Dude, a little, f- hey, a little, doesn't want a little fear. Doesn't want a little fear. Oh, a little fear keeps, little fear keeps edgy. you edgy. edgy. Keeps you going. On the edge. Hey. All right, gentlemen. Here we go. Listen, all your dreams are about to come true. You do this right, you guys will be swimming in beer and weed and cornhole bags. All right? Are you guys on this or what? Ready. All right. Um, we're not running some fucking loose lip ship around here. Come this on, is serious shit. Hey, you big pumpkin lip fucker. Come on. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Everyone calm the fuck down. Let's get this right. Ready? And. Stop, 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 stop. I already don't like it. Matt, the look on your face was crazy. I know. <laughs> Did you want me to come in? I wasn't sure. What, you, me? You, You're in charge. You, you, no, I know. But you I were, just looked I at you like, I know, hey, I, what I, the I fuck don't know are you coming in? I don't all know right, what I'm right, coming right, in. All right, all right. So you, it's your call. Okay, my call. Okay, here we go. Here listen, go. listen, 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 okay, listen, okay, listen. Okay, okay. Listen. First time for everything. I've never done this before. Here we go. Listen, furry nipples. You're gonna, you gotta, <laughs> listen. I didn't know we were doing pet names. Okay, what's mine? Uh, I don't know yet, dude. Furry nipples. Yeah. Ed Bueno, that's your pet name, <laughs> son of a yeah. bitch. Here we go. Now Here look. we go. I'm ready. Okay, it, listen. I hate it when you do this. Go into your alter ego, okay. the guy that takes okay. his shirt off okay. and makes okay. all the fat guys feel okay. bad. Okay. Are you ready or I'm not? Ready. Are all you the, the king or not? I'm the king. Here we all go. Right. Here we go. Ready and. Thank you very much. This is stop, not- stop, stop. Why are you doing that? Why the that fuck? Fun. No. Why? Oh wait, kind of fun. No, listen. No I radio. Feel- no radio. He's voice. hiding. No no, Matt, stop just it. Look at Matt. me. I just wanted to be. I just wanted fun. Matt, look at me. Just wanted what, fun. Look at me. I just wanted to have fun. What listen, do you mean? Why can't I? Okay, okay, okay. okay. You're hiding. You're hiding uh, in the radio voice. All right, I got Why you. are you I doing you. that? I don't know. I just Ladies want to have fun. I just want everyone in podcast. Uh, I want to apologize for my no, cousin. Oh my He's not God. taking it seriously. I am Waste. totally taking it seriously. Listen, you I guys were ready. Do, I, do, you were lubed up and ready to ready? go. My cousin just go. shit on it. I know. What a fucking piece of shit. Let's go. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right, ready? And. Welcome to the Airmail Show. Matty King here with Ed Bueno. 
We're going to go over everything inside, outside, corner, upside down, whatever you're looking for, man. My boy, Bueno over here. We're down, uh, we're down here in Southern California. We're talking everything coronal today. The Aaron Mel Show, let's do this. How you doing, that Bueno? I'm doing fine, buddy. Just ready to talk about coronal and what's happening in the world. Nice. I'm loving it. I'm loving it a lot, man. So, uh, hey, man, let, let's uh, let's get a little background on you, man. When do you when do you pick up your first bag, big daddy? Uh, it was probably about four years ago. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so now what? This is good. Good, right? It's Bueno. But look. Wait till the 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 yeah, like song drops off and uh, then get into the meat. Okay, hold no. on a second, Matt. Start with the appetizer. Come on, it's an intro. Stand up. Get into the get into the mood, ladies and gentlemen. We we spared no expense for this show. We got moving arms so people could stand up because we want to breathe some get energy. In get in here. Get some energy, Matt. God damn it, Bueno. I'm good. This, listen, this ain't no. I'm solid. You're not on a rocking chair on your daddy's porch now. Come on, let's get this going. Are we ready? Let's try this again. Here we All go. Right. Ready? Now, listen, Matt, listen to the music. I know. Feel it. Yes. Feel it. Emotion. Emotion. Here we go. Ready? And hold on. And action. This is the RML Show coming straight to you from Southern California. My name is Matty Wait, King. Wait, 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 wait. Let it breathe, man. Don't don't jam on the gas, dude. You got a so, lot. You got a lot so, of intro. Okay, watch, watch, a lot watch. of words. Let me try a little. Uh, let me let hey, me let me. So do here's the thing. I've never done this before. Dude, yeah. Am I hearing an excuse right now? I'm just telling I you. I don't want to hear that. I, I jumped into something and now you're telling me wait for it. So just, Listen. Okay. Have you ever felt energy? I, have you ever been to a rave? Dude, let it build. Have you ever been to a rave in your life? Come on. Watch. Watch. Look at his face, dude. He's so pissed. Guys, you guys, kill him. You guys are killing me. Give him a prototype. All right, here's a prototype. Let's see what let's see what show us. Let's go. Let's go. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the kings of cornhole. I've got right now Ed Bueno, Matt King, King Salmon. Legends of the game, titans of the game. And they're here live to bring to you the fire, the fury that is Southern California Cornhole. Something like that. Damn. Right? Yeah. Are you going to get. Wow. And then, like, when it, right, when, right when it's fading, you go. Welcome wow. to the air show. See, right. Exactly. See? I love it, Bueno. Wow. Okay, so so Matt. Wow. Am I right? You're That's the hype. Sorry, this is right. Who's the guy that introduces everyone at boxing? Michael Buffer. That's it, baby. Get the spirit of Michael Buffer in your little fluffer. Right? Get it in there. Feel uh, it. Let's so. get ready to rumble. <laughs> totally right. The energy. And on so, this so, corner, so, weighing so this, at 180. So don't jump quick. Give it a second to breathe. Yeah. And then Take just ride it. And, and also, dude, and, and constant. Dude, right now, look me in the eyes. Look me in the eyes. Commit to your belief, right, that this is going to be the best cornhole show that has ever existed. You understand that? Are you committed to that? Yeah. Mm. All right, here we go. Mm. Here we go. Hey, and uh, what's your, I think... If you had a last word, like a last thing that you want to get into before the fade comes out, that way I know when you say it, I could fade it out. Hey, or you could wait oh, for the song to just end. Welcome to the airmail show. Let it fly. Pretty damn good. 
Welcome to the Airmail Show. Let it fly. All right, here we go. Nice. Or I would save the, I would save the welcome to the Airmail Show until after it's faded. But say, get ready to let it fly, and then I will fade Don't it out. Listen, let, that, listen. Or you've heard like everything. Yeah, you've heard, heard everything. everything. Just right. you know what? You give me the finger when you want it to fade out. That's right? it. Give Sean the finger. The finger. All right, let's go. Come on. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready as I'll ever be. Go. Three. And three. Two. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm coming to you here today, bringing you the best, the one, the only, Cornell Show, the... Didn't do it. I can't do it. I, I, I'm trying to Jesus figure out the words, Christ. man. Hey, you, oh, stop thinking. Watch. Watch this. Watch uh, this. Where's he going? I'm just, I got to clear my mind, man. <laughs> he's walking out. Ladies and gentlemen, he's walking out of the building. Uh, dude, that, the pressure got to dude, him. That dude, day he cracked. He cracked. Dude, he cracked. He cracked. He's cracking. This is hard. Listen, no, this watch. Hard. Hey, stop thinking about how hard it is. There we go. go. Wait, wait. Don't be percussive. Watch me. Watch me. Watch follow me. The, follow watch the energy. Listen, watch me. Play. All right. All right, here we go. Ready? Yes. Three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're listening to right now is something that's going to shock and amaze. It is a cornhole show with no comparison. We're going to come to you with things you've never heard, things you've never seen, things you won't even believe that will shock and amaze you. And let me tell you something. I've only got one thing to say, and that is... Welcome to the Airmail Show. Let it fly. Woo! Pretty goddamn good. So, like, like, honestly, it's not so much about the words you say, but it's just about letting yourself just be free. Be free, man. I hear you. And you know what? You don't even have to yell. I, you I can, you me. can, you know, I don't totally yell. Yeah. So just be free. Get up on that mic and let the music tickle your nuts. Hey, hey. What? You know how you get when you're like, we're at a tournament and you're talking. Do that without that cheesy voice. Just be you. Yeah. Just it, channel that. God, and you'll look be at good. this face. How can we it? Just the face of just, I don't know what I'm doing. No idea what I'm doing. Take here her. we go. You know what? I'm take, just, I'm taking it, man. Hey, take I'm her. I'm taking it the whole take way. Take her to the prom. The That's whole it. way. The whole way. <laughs> take her to the prom. That's it. it. All right. Love it. You ready? I love it. I love it. Close your eyes, man. Don't look at anybody. Feel it. You're in, you're alone with the people that know you the best. All right. Close your eyes. Don't look. Three. Don't think. Stop thinking. I can see you thinking. Look, you know what? He gets those turgid eyes when he's thinking. They twitchy and the turgidy. Stop it. Close your eyes. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Three, two. gentlemen coming straight from you Southern California we're gonna run a show here today it's better than any show out there we're gonna rock your world we're gonna take you down we're gonna relate we're gonna take you uh, man I get all mixed
mixed up on my words. You know what? No, that was almost there. Dude. Start over. Don't even, nobody say anything. I want him. Do it again. He's so it close. Was good. That, Dude, was that was good. That was so Dude, good. Let's go. Come on. Don't. That was good. Here we go. Ready? Ready? Just flow. Just flow. Wait, just wait. flow. Ed Bueno says just flow. Here we go. Here we Ready? go. Ready? Talk Three, two, and... Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take you down a road, down a road that's going to take you to a place that you've never been before. More action, more humor, more comedy, more than you've ever heard before. We're opening up doors over here, straight out of Southern California. My name is Matt King, Southern California Cornhole, and we're right here. About to take it out to you with the airmail show. Let it fly. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That was it. That was it. Okay, now, same thing. Do it again. And this time, Bueno, you're his support man. Right? Chime in. When you feel it. Right? Am I right? Matt, you're the lead dog. Bueno, you're the side dog. Road dog. <laughs> side dog. Side dog. <laughs> And you're going to, and all right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. All right. Ready? All right, guys, ready? I love this. Three. I could do this all day. And two. And. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're here to bring you a show, a show that's going to knock you off your feet, a show that's going to loop you around the world once or twice over. We're going to make this happen today. My name is Maddie King. My name is Ed Bueno. We're coming here from Southern California. I'm the operator, the owner of SoCal Cornhole. We're bringing it to you live. This, my friend, is the Airmail Show. We're going to let it fly. It's getting there, right? Yeah. That's fucking hot. It's almost natural. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be like a hype man, all right? You I'm going to give you more space. No, no, you're good. No, 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 don't even think. No, that was good. That was dumb. So everything the same, and I'm going to be just a little bit behind doing the hype shit. Okay. I'm going to be like, yeah, let's do this, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You ready? Right. All right. Let's go. Ready? I'm ready. Right. Hey, Matt, and wait for that natural space in the, in the beat to come in. Don't think. Hey. What are you doing? Yeah, You're hey, fucking hey, on my right, What's right, the matter with you? I'm going to teach you directing you lessons later. I'm Matty yeah. King. I'm going to jump in saying that. I'm Ed Bueno. All right, you ready? All right, here we okay, go. Okay, here we go. This is this is it. Three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yes! This is going to be the show. The show of all ages. The show to end all shows. We're going to take you down a road. Yes! We're going to take you around the world. We're gonna show you things you've never seen or heard before. We're gonna knock you off your feet. What are we doing here today? We're talking about cornhole. My name is Maddie King. My name is Ed Bueno. I'm Southern California Cornhole, and this is the Airmail Show. Let's let it fly. Nice. So that's it, man. Um, we do have a lot more footage. Like, is it called footage when it's audio? I guess it is. A lot more audio. We do have a lot more of it. Um, and I'd really love to bring it to you. I know we have a lot of stuff. 
with Lepke. We have a lot of stuff with Diablo. Um, just stuff that's never never been aired. And uh, we got some more with we got some more with King Salmon. This is really funny. I really want to play it. Um, but we'll have to do that at a different time. I think. Uh, I think this one was good, man. I think this one was good. I'm gonna wrap it up here. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that um, if you really like this stuff, please write into the show, info at thehardluckshow.com. Or, you know, you can email any one of us and, and let us know what you think. And uh, hopefully I can bring you some more some more shows like this and just cutting room floor stuff. There's some, man, there's some great stuff just laying around that I really just need to get a handle on. And maybe I can bring you some highlights from it. But if you enjoyed this one, let us know. And, um... You know what? As we say from the Hard Luck Show, thanks for listening. Adios. Adios. Adios.